Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music with the double rarity, the French symphony and one by a woman. Now here's the thing, there aren't that many French symphonies. Opera was their thing, particularly in the 19th century, and symphonies seemed to come more from the German and Austrian tradition. I'm thinking Haydn, Mozart, Beethoven, Felix Mendelssohn, Robert Schumann, all of whom's music you can hear on Cacophony. In France they had Hector Berlioz, who had written his own very personal and distinctive kind of symphonies, but he was in a world of his own sort of stood apart from everybody else, so we have to put him to one side. I guess that means I'll have to come back to him for a future episode of Cacophony. So I don't know if it's a bit of a surprise to find that one of the first great French symphonies is written by a woman. It was hard enough for a man in the 19th century to get a symphony performed in Paris. Despite the Parisians having practically invented the idea of public concerts as we might recognise them, opera was still where it's at and there simply weren't any standalone orchestras. So you had two choices. You either had to bankroll the whole thing and fix, that means book, all the individual players and the concert hall, or get into the one existing concert series. So you needed to have an established reputation and a well-known name in order to get a hearing, all a bit chicken and egg. As we've mentioned before, women composers were pretty rare in the 19th century, ladies so often being tied to a life of domesticity and childbirth and rearing. And the women that did compose normally restrained themselves, or perhaps were restrained, to smaller scale things. Works for solo piano, chamber music for a handful of players, that kind of thing. But Louise Faronc was professor of piano at the Paris Music Conservatoire, and she managed to get her third symphony into that one orchestral series, where it got its premiere in 1849. Farrant was born in 1804 into a line of sculptors and painters who came from a family line of sculptors and painters, so her artistic tendencies were allowed to flourish and at 15 she headed to study keyboard at the Paris Conservatoire. At 17 she married the flute player Aristide Farrant, but he was, perhaps unusually, very supportive and they spent several years on tour giving concerts and set up a music publishing business before she stopped when they had a daughter. She took up the role of professor of piano at the conservatoire in 1842, where she remained in post for 30 years. She was the only female professor. She wasn't allowed to teach composition. Women weren't even allowed to study composing. The year after the first performance of her third symphony came the premiere of her nonette, a piece for nine players. That was given by a group containing the famous superstar violinist Joseph Joachim. It was a big success, and it resulted in Louise Ferranc winning the ultimate battle to get the same rate of pay as her male professor colleagues. Ferranc's third symphony is quite traditional in that it's four movements or sections, lasts about 35 minutes, and in it you can hear traces of the great German symphonic composers Haydn, Mozart, Beethoven, but also her contemporaries, Schumann and Mendelssohn. This is not a criticism. What I'm saying is that she speaks the musical language of the time brilliantly, and this piece sits quite happily alongside those by more famous male composers from the same time. 
she opens with the briefest of slow introductions. It's just a few seconds before she ratchets up both the pace and the tension, and we're off into a turbulent first movement. There are no trumpets and only two horns in her orchestra, so it's quite a small band, but there's still plenty of drama. Like in those opening seconds in the intro, Farronk often passes the tunes between the wind and the strings. I can't play any clips, unfortunately, for this one. To do so, I need an old recording that's out of copyright. And this is music that's only really come back to light relatively recently. But it's really good. And if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see that the players think so too. There are lots of expressions of relish on their faces, particularly at the back of the cellos. Towards the end of the first movement, about 13 minutes in on the video, she seems to be stepping back from a big finish, opting for a more gentle wind down. And then there's a sudden shift. It's a little neat trick, like a footballer suddenly pointing to go one way and then darting the other. And you get a very sudden shift of gear, and the finish is indeed a big one. I really like what she does there. The second movement is beautiful, and as so often it's a kind of instrumental song. It seems to go through a set of variations. We hear the same or similar material in very similar guise is repeated. It's very lovely, interesting and rich. There's another lovely little surprise right at the end. The horns who opened the movement, and then the flutes, signal that we're coming to the end. And then we get very much the final chords from the whole orchestra. You can hear everything resolve as your ears and mind expect. Only then there are two more chords immediately afterwards. They kind of leave you in a totally different place somehow. The third dance-like movement fairly zips by, loads of energy and a light gossamer texture. It's the kind of thing that Felix Mendelssohn would have been proud to write. It's sparkling and fleet of foot. And then the finale is a mix of that storm and stress we've heard already. She's far from done with the high energy and turbulence, and it's a powerful juggernaut of a finish. In Opera Crazy Paris, I'm sure this high drama and excitement will have gone down very well. Think we should have a listen. Click on the links below and then leave me a comment at cacophonyonline.com or on the Facebook page. You can subscribe to Cacophony as a podcast on all the major podcast platforms and it would be great if you can share and rate Cacophony too. Come back for more next time, check out the past episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>